0: Hi, I'm Jens Sanderson from Danfoss Climate Solution. Thank you for listening to this podcast, which is a wrap-up of or conclusion of the Tour de Refrigeration. Or, to stay in that picture, the goal, the target, the end line. I'm, as usual, joined by our experts, John, John Broughton and Jörg Saar. Hi, John. Hi, Jörg. Uh, how are you doing today? Good
1: morning, Jens. Um, all, all fine, at least on my side. I don't know about John. I hope that's the same for him. Yep, all is good. All is good. The sun is shining. Um,
0: yeah, everything's good in the world.
1: Perfect. And what about you, Jens?
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm as good as ever. So uh, that's great. Everybody's good. So let's get rolling. Uh, yeah. Today we're going to talk about... Uh, Uh, Kind of a wrap-up or a conclusion now we've been through the entire refrigerant refrigeration system. We've been talking about the different components, even the the refrigerant we've been addressing last time. So let's give it a wrap-up. If we sort of zoom out and, and look at a complete total system what is your say main focus for a a conclusion a a double line under the 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 system that you have uh, commissioned or whatever repaired maybe what is your sort of main uh, focus now Um, i don't know whether focus for me
1: is the word that that fits here um at least to my answer because what i would like to say is that everything is connected to each other so you cannot separate a compressor from an evaporator and say well the evaporator behaves like that and the compressor behaves like that because if you combine a compressor a condenser an expansion valve an evaporator and other components plus the refrigerant into one system well, they influence each other. And they push each other into a certain direction. If you do everything OK, then they harmonize with each other. If one of these components is heavily oversized, heavily undersized, just as an example, then the whole thing does not work. And of course, coming back to the refrigerant, which is a component as well, which is often forgotten, Um, If that's the wrong one, well, then we all know it. the system is not working, despite the fact that you might have selected all the other components in the right way, but then you you charge a refrigerant, which does not fit, and the whole thing does not work. So it's all connected to each other.
2: Definitely. Totally agree, Jörg. Um, Yeah. Sorry, John. Yeah. Yeah. No, everything affects everything else. Uh, is the way that I always look at it. Every component has an effect on another component, and one thing that I always talk about when we're doing, you know, technical talks and, and everything is that generally everything that you have in a in a refrigeration system um, affects the compressor. And there's some facts and figures, and this is just the basic rule of thumb. But if you take your compressor as a hundred percent cost then the items around that compressor, so, you know, SolMed valve, expansion valve, dryer, sight glass, pressure switch, all of that, they're quite a small percentage of the actual cost of the the heart of the system, the the compressor. Um, So they have to work in, as you said, harmony with the compressor, Mm -hmm. otherwise you can have issues. Um, So everything is, to me, everything is as important as everything else. There's no one, component in there that is let's say takes priority from a focus point of view
1: Um, yeah if that makes sense agree to me that that makes a lot of sense and and john you probably can think of hundreds of examples as well where where everything was connected or selected really in a good way everything was done fine and then Somebody due to whatever reason did something which does not make too much sense. As an example, you have a connector somewhere that you put into the pipework, which is totally undersized. Because you have that available, you just put it in, you didn't have another one available and "Ah, come on, it's just a connector, right? But that's totally undersized. Now you have so much pressure drop in that connector that it disturbs your complete system operation. And and the system is not working as it should. A a tiny part kind of, which can disturb your complete system. So you really have to look at at the whole thing and into the details. And that's, that's the challenging and in my opinion, interesting part of the job as a refrigeration engineer. You have to have that holistic view, the whole application, everything, and even down to the details.
2: Mm. No, very, very true. I I I can remember one um, particular guy on site, and he tied the bulb of the expansion valve with a tie wrap. Um, and I asked him why he'd done that, and he basically said that's what I had to hand, um, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find the bulb strap. um mm-hmm. And yeah, we were having some uh, yeah control issues with the valve itself so yeah like you say it's that holistic view as well
1: yeah and that can go even broader i mean we look at the refrigeration system now but step or go one step even further away let's say you have an ice cream factory that ice cream factory typically has a refrigeration system that's pretty obvious to everybody i guess and and that's one part of their complete production process. So somebody who makes ice cream, they know they need refrigeration. But that person who who makes the ice cream knows the recipe for the ice cream, what goes into the ice cream, how to make that really good. But that person does not necessarily know what an expansion valve is. But the the ice cream making has has an influence maybe on your expansion valve because you need to know The temperature, that mixture of the ice cream comes in, does it come in at at 4 degrees, at 20 Celsius, or or maybe even at 80 because it has been pasteurized or whatever. So you need to know that to to build your system in the right way. So you you really need to look at at even these these surrounding conditions, these influences as well. Mm. Yeah, that, that is uh, very true. I
2: can think of a few cases where systems have been designed, built, installed, and then not worked. And it, as you say, it's not down to the refrigeration system. It's down to the application and the way that it's used by the end user, for example. So it could be uh, designed as a holding freezer. Um, so the product you know typically comes in a few degrees above the set point and it, it keeps the temperature if they're bringing in product to yeah, plus, plus 10 or something to to get it down to minus 18 it's not designed for that.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. So then the, okay. the the guy on site is 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 trying to battle on the the refrigeration side but also the application
1: side and what the the
2: end, end user is requiring.
1: Yeah. Or and then I mean it? we have to be honest there are enough systems which are misused um, out there, which were designed let's say for for low temperature application and then somebody puts in a different thermostat so you can run that unit for medium temp as well somehow. yeah but you overload the compressor all the time um, your your evaporator is not necessarily made for that. so you, you really have, these influences and you you need to be aware about that when you come to a system maybe the first time it it has failed you you need to check all the single components all all the single functions so compressor evaporator I, i just call them a function now and then you need to check are they working in an environment where they are supposed to work or are they Are they used for something totally different at the moment, which they are not made for?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I I guess in the field, that can be a real challenge. Yeah.
2: To actually know that that evaporator, for example, is sized to evaporate at, I don't know, let's say minus 6 or minus 7, when in fact it's actually evaporating down at minus 15 or minus 18 or something. Mm. Um, Same with the compressor envelope etc um mm. yeah i can imagine that being a real challenge particularly if it's let's say equipment that's been installed for a period
1: of time agree but uh, as, as i said in my opinion that's the interesting part to really sit there and and find out what is going on in that system how how does that look like when you have a A challenge somewhere but even if the system is running fine and and all good you have to have in mind everything influences everything else in the system you cannot just separate them completely
0: yeah it it's it 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 sort of raises a couple of, of thoughts in my mind this discussion because it means that yes as a Refrigeration engineer, you're a, you're a specialist, but then you're not, because you need to have a completely wide-angle view of the complete system. You can't just focus on one thing, but you also need to sort of, yeah, have the wider view, uh, wider horizon, if you like, and that's a bit uh, interesting, I think, because it, made, it, it 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 raises the requirements of the task of being a refrigeration engineer as I see it.
1: I yes. totally agree to that because and and let's let's put in a different angle to that one as well because you might be really good at at um, the mechanical part. so putting something together on a mechanical side, whether that's soldering or threaded connections or whatever. Then you need to be good at understanding the selection of the components. And then there is something else that comes in. The compressor needs electricity. right? You need to understand about that as well. Just not only put a cable to it and somehow it will work. No, 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 no. Um, you need to have the all these safety devices put in, so the, the high pressure switch and all of that, all the other control devices. You need to understand the electrical side as well, so the power electrics as well as let's call it the signaling electric side. If if you have a pressure sensor or a temperature sensor or an electronic controller, it's a pretty a pretty demanding job, to be honest. Which again, in my opinion, makes it makes it interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's. Any other trades,
2: engineering trades that actually have such a wide uh, breadth of yeah skill, if you like, because it's just as you said, you're a you're a pipe fitter, um, you're an electrician, you're a plumber when it comes to the drains off the evaporators, for example, and we, then we could move into things like heat pumps and all of that. Um, so y- you have a wide skill set mm. for for that, and. I, I really struggle to think of another engineering trade that, that has such a, a sort of broad scope of, of knowledge and experience.
1: I, I don't know, to be honest. Um, no. I never thought about that. But it's, you, you have to have that wide scope of experience and, and uh, capabilities. And then typically you need to have a driving license as well to get on site right so
0: (laughs) yeah very true very true anyways we need a race no question about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) very true seriously i mean i'm i'm of the opinion that when when you work as a refrigeration engineer that that is a bit of a of a special thing and that's why not just anybody after 20 minutes of of this is how you do it can build a refrigeration system that's simply not possible there are too many things going in there that you need to you need to be able to do yourself when you yourself select the components or first of all even even design a system from given conditions you know that a butcher wants to to cool down that many slaughtered pigs or whatever, and and that's where it all starts. You you do your calculations yourself, so that's that's quite a skill set that you need to have. And it's great to work with people like that. I, I love it. And I have to say.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's true. But <clears throat> if if we sort of look. From this 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 perspective that, that we have a very wide horizon of, of uh interesting things. Um, but then again you you or at least in in, 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 in the refrigeration trade you, you also see uh that, that there are well specialists in, in, in a different way we tend to sort of divide people up into HVAC industrial refrigeration and then commercial refrigeration. Um, so is is that something that uh, will have an influence on on this holistic view of refrigeration in general?
2: I, I think Jens, if you take, let's say commercial refrigeration and it, it's very broad, you can go from, you know, a domestic refrigerator to a large blast freezer, for example, um that's commercial refrigeration. It, it's a very broad subject. And then we always discussed uh, in the company that I, I worked in, you had sort of heavy commercial, which was this gray area between commercial and industrial. So it was uh, you know, bigger kit uh, and you still understood it because the principles were exactly the same. I think as soon as you crossed over into industrial refrigeration, Yes, you still had compressor, condenser, evaporator, expansion device, blah, blah, blah. But when it got to a flooded system, it worked a little bit differently. Um, and I think that's a sort of separation point, I think, to have, to have that understanding of the larger systems and particularly flooded systems, etc. Um, but the basics of refrigeration, whether it's a domestic refrigerator or a you know, flooded system, They are, in essence, the same. Um, And HVAC is another uh, sort of arena that you move into. Yeah, you've got the refrigeration part, but then you've got the HVAC part on top of that. And that's maybe the the bigger separation for me, because then you're talking about air movement, static filters, um, all of those sort of topics.
1: Agree, yes, um, that the basics are absolutely the same. And if you work in, let's say industrial refrigeration, you have a great experience there. Then you can develop yourself into HVAC without major problems because you understand the basics. You need to learn some some additional things and some special skills and the other way around as well. If you go from, let's say commercial refrigeration, smaller systems into industrial refrigeration and you need to handle ammonia systems, there are several differences. The basics are the same. You understand evaporation, you understand condensation, and that's that idea of, of moving heat energy and that's something when you have grabbed that then you you understand the whole thing right Uh, but there are some details where where we need these specialists a good example is ammonia it makes a lot of sense that you are aware about some specific dangers some specific risks you have with ammonia and you protect yourself and others from these risks.
2: Mm. Yeah. So it's a graded knowledge of, uh, yeah, what you're working with and the effect it can have, I guess. But I I still still think that that the trades, or trade, that the knowledge is is understandable between all the the, the variants to a greater or, or lesser extent, depending what you're working on.
0: And and I guess it also means that it is fairly, uh, well, fairly simple to move from uh, one end of the scale to the other because the basic is, is the same, as you say. And then it's a question of either what is available of jobs right now or where is my interest? Mm, what do yeah. I want to work with?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah where's your um, personal preference there's there's quite a lot of of that as well, because if you look into the refrigeration industry um, there there are quite some opportunities hmm. so you can quite often choose which direction you want to
0: go. but speaking about opportunities and 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 future and uh, perspectives, uh, do you see a uh, uh, a, a larger uh say engagement in in the uh what we could call the refrigeration process uh type of work I mean we we've all seen uh heat pumps uh like exploding the, the market of, of heat pumps is is more or less exploding at least in europe and probably elsewhere as well but do you see anything else that will sort of uh, affect the 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 uh, refrigeration uh, or demand for refrigeration engineers in in, in general?
1: Yes. Um, one one example is is heat pumps. You mentioned that, um, and before before many people discussed about heat pumps, specialists knew that is a refrigeration system, right? Um, now more and more people understand that it's a refrigeration system and even if they don't it simply is a refrigeration system the heat pump and you need refrigeration people to to understand that build it maintain it commission it and so on when when we look at at some other points and we see how much food is still wasted from the farm to to the plate because there is no closed cooling cooling line um, or cooling chain, then there is going to be a huge demand. To avoid that that we spoil food, which is still happening. And that, that is improving, yes, and that's why we see more large cold storage facilities coming up more refrigerated transport coming up and all that kind of stuff and you just need people to maintain all that
0: to build all that it is a very very interesting subject not the least for us refrigeration engineers of course but uh, I think we we have sort of covered quite a few things and and the best thing I think is that we've also sort of Planted a seed that maybe refrigeration or the refrigeration business is a, 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 an opportunity where you will not be out of a job within the next many years, despite of artificial intelligence and what do we know. So thank you so much, John and Jark, for your for your attention, John and Jark, and and thank you for your inputs. Um, and then. We'll wrap up for today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening in on this podcast. You're very welcome to post your questions in the social medias where you find Danfoss, typically LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much, and remember to keep cool even when things are running hot.